Yo, what's up, family? It's your man, Mo Morris, the One Man Army, and welcome to Hood Radio. It's your man, Mo Morris, the One Man Army, and what's up? And welcome to Hood Radio. Hey, man, this Hood Radio family, where we honor in our own dreams, family. This Hood Radio family, where we honor our own dreams, family. This Hood Radio where we honor our own dreams, family. And you already know, if you ask me how I do, I'm going to tell you I'm winning just like you, family. If you ask me how I do, I'm going to tell you I'm winning just like you, family. If you ask me how I do, I'm going to tell you I'm winning just like you. What's up, family? What's up, family? You in the building? Because I know I am family and I'm cheeked up as always, family. I'm on fire to be here, family. I'm letting you know right here, right now. It's on, family. What's up, family? It's your man, Mo Morris, the one-man army. And man, I just want to come at you today, family. I'm going to get straight into it, family. Once again, family, we're in the season of, we're in the season of doing our series called Some Flowers for You. Some Flowers for you and what i'm doing today family and what i'm doing with this this series of some flowers for you family i want to send a shout out to the men and women who impacted my life who prayed for me who stepped up for me who broke bread with me who fed me who clothed me who guided me through life I'm sending a shout out to these people because if it wasn't for these people, you wouldn't know me and you wouldn't hear me today, family. Brothers and sisters, let me ask you a question, family. Let me ask you a question. How many strangers have impacted your life? And you do know if they're not in your family, they're a stranger, right? How many strangers have impacted your life? How many strangers have impacted your life? I'm going to tell you about a stranger. You know, I didn't know this gentleman, but this gentleman had an unbelievable impact on my life. I didn't know this man. I did not know this man, but this man had an unbelievable impact on my life. Hey, y'all, I'm talking about my high school coach, Charles Chuck Chambers, homie. You understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about Chuck. I'm talking about Charles Chuck Chambers. This man changed and took my life to another level. All right. As you already know, family, I went to a Chicago vocational high school, a.k.a. CVS. And we in the building. You understand what I'm saying? Chicago vocational family. And we, back in the day, family, we were a athletic powerhouse family. I'm talking about family. Dick Buckus went to CVS and played football, went on to the University of Illinois, then went on, got drafted by the Chicago Bears, one of the greatest football players to ever, ever play, and arguably one of the top five linebackers to ever play the position in the NFL. You go from him, you talk about a brother by the name of Keenan Turner. Y'all might not know who Keenan Turner is. Keenan Turner went to CVS family. Keenan Turner got drafted by the San Francisco 49ers. Keenan Turner won like three Super Bowls with the San Francisco 49ers. I'm talking about Chris Zorich family. 
Chris Zoritz played ball, played football at CVS High School, got a football scholarship to the University of Illinois, I mean to the University of Notre Dame family, went on and played in the NFL. He played for the Bears, he played for the Redskins family. I'm talking about Jawan Howard family, played basketball at CVS High School family, got a basketball scholarship to the University of Michigan family. He was part of the Five Five family, got drafted in the NBA first round draft pick family, got drafted by the Washington Bullets, who changed their name to the Washington Wizards family, ended up um, Washington Wizards, man made good money in the NBA, first round draft pick, had over a 15 year NBA career. Got into coaching. Now he's the head coach at Michigan. I'm talking about Greg Wilkins family. All Mr. Illinois track and field star. Went, got a football scholarship to the University of Oklahoma. Was big eight freshman of the year. Went on to play for the um, Dallas Cowboys. You understand me, family? And your man right here, Mo Morris, played at CVS Got a football scholarship to the University of Illinois. Um, went and played football for the Baltimore Ravens. CVS was a factory. You understand me? CVS was a factory, family. Do you understand me? A powerhouse of athletics, family. Right? And we had some good coaches at CVS. I never act like we didn't, family. But none of the coaches was black. We had Coach Pataki, who was the varsity coach. Coach Pataki was cool, family. He made sure cats went to school. Don't get it twisted. But Coach Pataki left us and went to Mark Carmel, family. He went from being a head coach at CBS to being an assistant coach at Mount Carmel. Right? We had the Sagers. We had Miss Sager and Coach Sager. Um, it was a husband and a wife, right? Miss Sager, she was an actual football coach. So all this... Female ref and female coaches and all that. I had a female coach in high school, family. Diane Sasia. She was a football coach, family. Her husband was the head football coach. You understand me? You understand me? But then the Sasia stepped down. So CBS was in, in need of coaches. So Dr. Burnett at the time was the principal. And so we was hearing about all these different cats. They was thinking about hiring, man. But they hired this dude named Charles Chambers, family. <laughs> I, I'll never forget our first meeting with him. Now, Coach, man, Coach wasn't no big dude. Like, Pataki, Pataki was like 6'4", three bills. He was a big dude. Sasia was about 6'3". Well, he was smaller in a way, but you know, they were big guys. Man, Chuck was about, Chuck might have been six feet. Chuck didn't weigh more than 215 pounds, if that much. I promise you, my coach probably weighed about 190, man. You know, real quiet dude. You know, he was real quiet, real stoic. Um, we was all sitting up in there. He came over from Julian. And he was under the, the coaching tree of J.W. Smith. Um, now, Julie, Julian was a powerhouse in the 80s family. They run city. They won prep bowls. And Coach Smith, man, he was a short dude, gray hair. I called him the Wizard of Oz. 
Cause that man could see, man. He had he had awesome offense. His teams played hard. Man, my first game at Gately was a Julian game. I was a little boy and I was going. We went to the Julian game because my auntie Jackie, her good friend Sheila, little brother Jeffrey, played on the football team. But Jeffrey didn't play. He rode the bench. Um, but it was a live game. Man, Coach Chambers stood up in front of us that first meeting, and he let us know he was there to win, man. He was there to win, man. He was there to win. He was there to win. You know, he had been an assistant coach all his career, and it was his turn. And he looked at us, and he let us know, we're going to work hard. Y'all going to go to class. I remember one of the, the seniors asked me, say, what's your discipline policy? And coach said it plain and simple. You do what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it. And if you don't, that's your ass. And that's exactly how I said it in the meeting. Do what you're supposed to do. Be where you're supposed to be. And if you can't do that, that's your ass. I respected that. But man, coach was different than what we were used to. Like we had to say, Yes, sir. No, sir. To our coaches. Coach didn't play that. He's like, man, just call me coach. Just operate with discipline. Play as a team. This man changed my life. This man stood up for me. This man challenged me. This man was my accountability family. I looked up to this man. This man helped me through some of the most challenging times in my life, family. This man allowed me to grow. This man put me in a position to be successful. This man put me in a position to be successful on the field where I was able to be recruited by every college in the country. This man guided me through a process that I had never been through before. And I had no men in my family to lean back on. You understand me? This man taught me accountability, but he taught me accountability to myself, accountability to others. My coach had a saying. He called it, do your 111. Do your 111. So what's a 111, Mo? A 111 is, it's 11 players on the field at one time on offense, and it's 11 players on the field at one time on defense, Right? And in football, family, I think more than any other sport, family, you can have everything going good to run a play. But if one person is off, if one person is wrong, it'll throw everything off, family. So coach would talk about do your 111. Do your 111. I mean, out of the 11, each person, each person, out of the 11 people, each person has a job that he must do for us to have success. Do your 111. Do your job is what coach will always preach. Do your 111. Don't worry about nobody else's job. Do your job and do it to the best of your ability. You owe your team that. You owe your teammates that. And he would preach it, man. He would preach being dependable. Show up. Be where you're supposed to be. Doing what you're supposed to do. And he was instilling that in us. 
because he was teaching us to be accountable to ourself first and foremost, then be accountable to the team. Do your job to the best of your ability. And we're talking about doing our job to the best of our ability. Nobody's in control of our our abilities except us. So when coach was talking about doing your 111, do your job and do it to the best of your ability, he was demanding of us that not only do we be responsible for ourselves, but while we're being responsible, give your best effort. Give everything you have, every play. And he prepared us. Man, doing winter conditioning, man, we would go over on the Anthony Wing of CVS. And the Anthony Wing was on the west side of CVS, y'all. The Anthony Wing was on the west side of CVS. Where all the shops and stuff at, man, it's this long hallway on the Anthony Wing that we would go run. And when I say run, family, I mean, Chuck would sit at the at the beginning of the hallway, family, in a chair, and we would just run that hallway. And I mean, run it. Man, he made sure we were in the best shape, family. And we won for that man. We saw success with that man. And everybody went to school. Everybody went to school, family. Everybody. Now, nah, everybody didn't go to Oklahoma. Everybody didn't go to Illinois, but everybody went to school. Family, if you gave that man time, if you showed up, you went to the weight room, you went to class and you did everything you were supposed to do, that man ain't had no problem helping you. And if you didn't do what you were supposed to do, he would you you would be to see him. And you would be to see that wood he had too. And I know it's people around here talking about we don't need to be hitting our kids. And corporal punishment is unacceptable and all this, that, and the third. Well, let me tell you something, family. Down in the dungeon of CVS High School, if you wanted to find yourself thinking you was going to be gangbanging and cutting class and doing this, that, and the third and not showing up to weight room and not showing up to practice, coach has something for you, bruh. And best believe you ain't you ain't cut too much more after that. So you can feel the way you want to feel when you're dealing with young African-American males in the inner city of Chicago. You need some wood on deck. They need to know that you will bust them upside their head. Not only will you cuss them out and get in their butt, but you will pull that wood out, too. And if you know that wood coming, you ain't playing too many games. Like I said, hey, y'all, black kids ain't like every other kid, family. We can't be held to the standard of raising our kids like they raised their kids over there. It's a whole nother ball game over here because we're seeing world from a different angle, family. So we got to approach the world from a different angle, family. That means we need to be prepared for the world from a different angle, family. And guess what? Discipline is a part of that, family. And that man provided us with discipline. And we got in line with that man and we got in order with that man and we fought for that man and we went to class and we moved as a team because of that man. But that man taught us responsibility. That man taught us commitment. That man taught us accountability to ourselves, then to our team. Do your 111. 
Brothers, it's brothers, sisters. It's a lot of us out here right now that's not doing our 111. We too worried about their job and this job. And what about next week's job? Do your 111. Brothers and sisters, your life is your responsibility. You got to take care of your life. You got to do the things that's going to give you the life that you want to live. The life that you want to live is the life that you have to build, brothers and sisters. Period. You have to take care of your 111. You got to do your job first before you worry about any anybody else, family. You got to take care of your business first before you worry about anything or anybody else, family. It's just that simple, family. Brothers and sisters, you can love your kids as much as you want to, but if you don't get your butt up and go to work, and get that check and do what you're supposed to do, you ain't gonna be able to have no house for that child. So you can't sit up here and let this this child drive you crazy where you can't make it to work with the same mind because you stressed out about your child. Or you stressed out about this fool over here acting a nut or you acting a nut, being stressed and bringing foolishness to somebody's life. Look here, brothers and sisters, you are responsible for the life that you live. The life that you want to live is the life that you need to build. So family, if you got a life that you want to build and somebody is acting counterproductive to that, then you need to get on your business and you need to make you some life changing decisions because don't nobody have a right to distract you and to take you away from what you're trying to get done with your life. We give people too much power in our lives. We allow people to distract us. And at the end of the day, when you look back at it, they were not worth you not achieving your goals and not building a life you want to live. Period. Brothers and sisters, we got to cut this out. We got to get on our 111. You know, when I think about Chuck, man, I think about when um I passed my ACT in my junior year, man. I passed my ACT my junior year, man. So I didn't have to worry about the ACT test my senior year, family. I passed my ACT. I took it that spring. I went over to Bogan High School and took it, family. And I passed it, man. I was so excited. I was so excited, man. My life was about to change. I was about to go into my senior year. I was one of the most recruited cats in the country. And Chuck pulled me to the side and he just told me straight up and down. This was 1992, family. Um, he said, Mo, he said, you're going to be a big time recruit, man. And he said, I just want you to know this. He was like, don't even think about going to no black college. <laughs> my coach was crazy, man. He would get booed out of the room. He said, don't even think. He would get booed out of the room right now, though, in today's times. He said, don't even think about going to a black college. Mo, they don't got no money. And second of all, the world ain't all black. And you got to be prepared to deal with this world. Now, most black folks be like, man, you got to go to the black school. and da -da -da -da. At that time, I felt where my coach was coming from. He saw me because I remember one day me and my coach would talk, man. I remember one day I was telling coach, I said, coach, I'm going to be just like you, man. I'm going to be a gym teacher. My coach was a gym teacher, G. You know, my coach told me, he looked me in my face, say, no, nah, Mo. No. Nah. He said, you can do this. He said, but you'll be wasting all your talent. He said, son, he's like, you're going to be more than what a gym teacher. He's like, you go out here, Mo, and you let this, you learn about this world, Mo. And you change this world, son. That's what my coach said to me. My coach believed in me, man. And he was a stranger. 
He was a stranger, man. I didn't know that dude. I met Coach. He came over there my junior year, family. My sophomore year, excuse me. I knew this man for three years. And that man changed my life in three years, man. Because he was more than a coach to me, man. He was more than a coach to me, man. That man embraced me like a son and I embraced him like a father, man. And that man saved my life. And man, we would love to Im imitate our coach, man. Oh my God, man. Man. God, we used to love. He had a real deep voice. <laughs> and he was, he was quiet, but like when he got fired up, like he was a yeller and a cursor. And like he brought all his homies with him from Julian. So cause J Dub had retired. So we had little coach coaching DBs. We had Coach Harris coaching linemen. We had the other Coach Harris coaching O linemen. My crazy position coach, Coach Lewis Mackey, man. That's my man right there. Man. And we just had a squad, man. And we smashed cats, man. You understand me? Man, he came over there at the right time. We had the right mix. We had the right players. We had the right hunger. We were hungry, man. We wanted to beat the brakes off people, man. Straight up. You know, we didn't want nobody. Then nobody want to see us, man. Because we wasn't playing with people. And we was hitting cats in the mouth. Do you understand me? And we took pride in playing at CBS. And Coach came over there. And he just added to the mix, family. And he, he instilled in us a hunger to take our lives to the next level. You understand what I'm saying? This man taught us about being men. This man saved my life. This man stood tall for me. You know. Coach passed away about. Three years ago. It was a sad day for me. You know, um, you know, when people die, you know, you expect people to die. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I haven't really lost a lot of significant people in my life. Like I lost my grandmother. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, to this date, my grandmother is the most important person to me to pass. You know, my granddaddy passed. I was a little boy, though, you know. My grandmother passed when I was a senior in college, you know. And then um, <clears throat> I would say Coach Death was the, the next person of significance that I lost in my life. You know, um, I love Coach Chambers, man. I thank God for Coach Chambers, you know. And coach, I want to say to you, man, you made me a good football player. You did. No doubt about it. But you made me a better man, though. And I thank you for that, coach. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> I'll never forget this story, man. It was picture day. And I forgot it was picture day. We had to have $20. <laughs> you know, and uh I was downstairs and I, 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 I went out, man. I, I was, I was tripping cause I had to get that I needed $20. So, um, man, I was going to go call my grandmother 
until I needed $20. And I saw a coach. <laughs> He's walking down the hallway. And the uh, vice principal was in the hallway, Mr. Alberta. And I said, hey, coach, I need $20, man, for picture day. And so then he told me, to, he said, come here. And I said, I came up to him. I said, coach, I need $20 for picture day. He said, hey, I like how you asked me that in front of the vice principal. <laughs> and he gave me the $20, man. You know what? I gave him his money back, man. But this man was dependable, man. And I love this man with all my heart, man. And I thank God for you, coach, man. You know, I don't know what my life would have been without you, man. I needed you at that time, and you were there for me, coach. And I love you, man. And I will forever give back to CBS. I will forever be a coach in the lives of the young men's lives that I come across. I will love them, and I will be just as direct with them as you were with us. And, coach, I thank you for bringing your organization. I thank you for bringing your competitiveness. I thank you for bringing your love. I thank you for bringing your family over there. His youngest son named Cassius. Cassius was, was our water boy. You know, Cassius went on to become one of the best football players to play at CVS, man. You know, so coach just didn't talk about it. He brought his family over there as well, man. And this man changed our lives. This man did the most for us. And I'm thankful for that man. And I'm thankful for that man. This is a black man that gave all he had to give and he gave it every day. And every young person that gave and sacrificed and was where they were supposed to be doing what they were supposed to do. They went to school and this man sent hundreds of young black boys to college and changed the direction of our life and changed the direction of our family, of our future, man. And coach, I say, thank you, family. Thank you for everything, coach. Thank you for coming to work every day. Thank you for being willing to, to spend time with us as players and talk to our parents. C coach, thank you for the film being made. It's so many kids nowadays, y'all, that's out here trying to go to school and they coaches not recording the practices and they not recording the games. We had top-notch film being sent out to colleges by our coach, man. Chuck made sure that we were marketed, that we were highlighted, and that we were represented, man. And the men we are today, and I'm talking about Big Nut, Chris Campbell, Greg Wilkins, Reese Thomas, Bruce Jackson, Larry Williams, um, Christopher Campbell, David Coleman, um, Schumacher, um, Reese Coleman, man, Relinsky. Ronaldo, Donovan, my God, Riddell, Head, um, man, the list goes on. Joe, Billy, Shannon, whew, my God, Willie McDonald, Anthony McDonald, whew, Kevin Lockhart, Franco, my goodness, man, Big Buff, Harvey Collins, Mike Bean. Mike Brown, you understand what I'm saying? The names go on and on. Jatan, you understand me? Man, he blessed us. He blessed us. 
Shout out to every CVS Cavalier that ever strapped it up and played ball on that football field, family. For the blue and gold, family. Shout out to my teammates, family. Shout out to any Cavalier that ever strapped it up for the blue and gold, family. We owe this man. You know, so Coach Chambers, hey man, I just wanted to send these flowers to you, Coach. And I wanted to say thank you. And the man I am today is partly because of you, man. And I will always love you, man. And I will always have you in my heart. And I will always represent you, Coach. Thank you for all that you did for me, Coach. Thank you for making sure I went to school, family. Thank you for giving me the hunger and the passion to graduate from college, family. Thank you for giving me the heart to, to press through life, family. And I love you for that, coach. Thank you. Peace. I'm your man, Mo Morris, the one man army. And I want to say thank you for listening to Hood Radio. I'm your man, Mo Morris, the one man army. And thank you for listening to Hood Radio. Peace. What up, Chicago?